Today, unpacking Biden's first presidential address and will Andrew Cuomo resign? We have got a lot coming up on this Friday and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by two of my friends. Uh, I feel like I say that every every time because I'm just, I love you guys so much. You are all, all I consider you my friends. Uh, awesome. Eric July, Blaze TV contributor, mm-hmm. uh, Eric July. And uh, okay, I love your shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have that to say. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, I think there are so many people who are watching this program who are right where you're at yeah, right now. Those of you sure. listening to the audio <laughs> podcast that says it's checkboxes, Republican, Democrat, or freedom. And it's just checked freedom. That's awesome. Uh, also joined by my longtime friend, Whitney Monroe of uh, the, I'm sorry, tell, tell them where you're from. Yeah. So I have a consulting company called Walden Strategies. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and I, it's Friday. And I, I'm done. I, I'm done remembering things. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling a Biden right now because it's Friday and I just can't be bothered to learn um, like where I'm at or... Um, like who's around me or what day it is or anything like that. Uh, So Joe Biden yesterday had his first presidential address. Of course, he has been hammered. His administration has been hammered on why he wouldn't be taking questions from the press, uh, which still he is being hammered on. But he could at least read a teleprompter somewhat well. I guess he has that going for him in his first address to the nation. Um, There were a lot of... uh, I guess, false claims, false premises being presented by Biden. And um, we can get into them. I know one of the big ones that I saw was uh, failing to give President Trump any sort of credit for the vaccine, um, for anything uh, associated with the vaccine. Uh, It was almost like there was no vaccine, no plan, no nothing, no distribution until Joe Biden got in office and then all of a sudden the hero Joe Biden, who uh, can't wait for his pudding at the end of the day, was able to get all of this vaccine, uh, these vaccines out to the people. Um, but another another part of the um, the speech that I do want to talk about really quickly. Um, let's go to first the uh, let's 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 show Joe Biden warning everyone that if they don't take things seriously, uh, things could get worse. Watch. Because even if we devote every resource we have, beating this virus and getting back to normal depends on national unity. And national unity isn't just how politics and politicians vote in Washington, what the loudest voices say on cable or online. Unity is what we do together as fellow Americans. Because if we don't stay vigilant and the conditions change, then we may have to reinstate restrictions to get back on track. I mean, there's nothing like a president warning his uh, his the peasants, the peasants out there that if you don't do what I say, we may have to put more restrictions on you guys. You thought you were a free people, but you are not. Um, guys, I want to get your thoughts, but let me go ahead and play um, just so that I can get your thoughts on everything. Could just sort of lay out the the high points of the presidential address. So uh, he did mention and, and 
I want to control, I want to go to the July 4th one, but let me just really quickly tell you guys, he did mention about the vaccines. Uh, He said in the coming weeks, we will issue further guidance on what you can and cannot do once fully vaccinated to lessen the confusion, uh, keep people safe and encourage more people to get vaccinated. Um, And then after that, he made a a very interesting statement about uh, the potential of you being allowed to go do something on July 4th of all days. Watch. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity. And to help your family, your friends, your neighbors get vaccinated as well. Because here's the point. If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends, We'll be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout or a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That is so nice that he's giving us the freedom to do that. I mean, only if we listen and do what the government tells and obey like good little peasants, will we get the uh, the privilege of celebrating our own Independence Day? Yeah, on the show, on the show, I've talked about so many times how they they present it in a way that makes it sound as if it's a hostage negotiation. <laughs> um, it's more so what it is. And it's frustrating to hear that, but it's for real. They are like, hey, you have to do this and if you want to get back any sort of semblance of freedom or being able to do what it is that you want to do. Now, if you don't, well, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to bring it back in i'm gonna have to bring all of these restrictions it's a hostage have to slap you on the hand exactly it's, it's like it's a hostage negotiation and it and it really and it's funny that he mentions this whole concept of independence day which you think would stand for the direct opposite right. uh, uh concept that we should be free to do it the pro- the thing i have an issue with though about that speech is the same thing i have an issue with when it comes to any politician speaking on the uh like trying to get people to conform to whatever it is that they want them to do is that they present it in a way that it's always unity it's anything that exists outside of that it's an attack on us kind of like the whole capital thing no matter if it has anything to do with you it's always this whole idea of okay well we're we're a group right and we we have to do that and i guess in in a broader term or a broader sense i can understand that but ultimately, it's about the individual. This is what these these, these rights exist, uh, and they are individual rights. They're not government given. They're not. Uh, they don't give us the the rights. These are rights that we are born with. Whether you feel it comes from the ultimate creator, God, or where you wh- wherever you feel that it, it just exists as a human being in, in what should be a free social order. This is what it is. It's our individual right. So, yes, we may not agree. And yes, there may be things that we do agree on. But ultimately, it's on us to make the decision uh, uh, for our, our, ourselves. That's how it's supposed to be. But when you hear these guys continue to pontificate, using their, their, their political platform to sit here and lecture everybody about how they must do this in order to be able to be an individual is backwards. It's, it's, it's something backwards that I would add on the beginning of that that I'm not going to say for the sake of the show but it, it, it's entirely backwards and, and it certainly sucks but this is what government is and I, I, a lot more people are reaching out to me especially people that were watching the show like hey man when you would talk about abolition of the federal government it doesn't sound as crazy anymore mm-hmm. like, yeah it doesn't yeah 
Well, and Whitney. he spent that speech, and I saw these people last night. Oh, he's so nice, and he's like your your grandpa. Yeah. He's so sweet to us. Wasn't it nice to have a president be sweet? I don't need the president to be sweet to me, <laughs> right? And I also don't want him to talk to me like I'm a two year old and have to be told how to get up and get dressed and live my life every day. And they think we're dumb. Mm -hmm. A year ago, it was two weeks to flatten the curve. Right. Then it was a couple more months. Then it was you got to wear your mask, and then two masks and three masks, and I don't know if it's <laughs> ten masks yeah. now, but we got to wear something over our face, and. Now it's, well, you got to get the vaccine. And then even if you get the vaccine, right. we're still not sure you're going to be able to do anything. Right. They move the goalposts over and over and over and over. Like we're stupid and we're just going to all get in line and be like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing now. This is what we're doing now. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think you see a lot of that. Uh, as you mentioned, it was two weeks to, to flatten the curve, to slow the spread. And now even Joe Biden, they say it so casually, like, well, come on, it's just a couple more months of, of banding together, and then you might be able to do this by July 4th. It's like, we just reached the one-year, uh, I don't even want to call it an anniversary, because yeah. that sounds like it's something positive. But a year ago already, you guys were locking things down. You guys were telling us we couldn't go uh, to work and told us it would only be 15 days. Yes. Why in the world would we believe you when you said, yeah. and by the way, he didn't say you will be able to. He said you might. Might. Yeah. Might. Could possibly. Might could be possibly. Able to. And yeah. even if we do let you do this, it's just going to be a couple people indoors. Like you can't gather in large numbers. So right. don't even think about doing that. Like get that out of your head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he's talking about barbecues. Yeah. Mm. Eric, these are, these are outdoor. I'm like, I, we haven't been asking permission to go like outside. Uh, at least here in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, I was at the Stars game time. last night indoors with several thousand of my closest yeah. friends and bought tickets to Rangers opening game where we will all be oh, yeah. sitting right next to each other 100%. 100%. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. wait, so I have a question then, Whitney. Why do you want to kill grandparents? Oh, well, <laughs> it's, just, it's just other people's yeah. grandparents. Like, yeah. you know, I'm really out for all of your lives. So <laughs> It's incredible. I yeah. mean, I, I tweeted about the irony of telling us we might be allowed to do something on on our own Independence Day, um, you know, where we kind of like fought for freedom and stuff, uh, and had, and then you know, uh, got that all of all of that declared. But um, I had a lot of people who were like, "Oh, well, what do you? You don't, you just don't care if people die every time." Enough every of time. this already. Textbook gaslight. But, but you brought I would up say a great you're right. Point. Yeah. I was exactly. you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. Why, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They're going to gaslight right. you anyway. That's right. exactly about the yeah. point I was about to bring up. That they're going to gaslight you anyway. Yes. Yes. Uh, so this is why I don't even like bother to try to get on the defense with these weirdos because they're going to call you a grandma killer or whatever, <laughs> regardless. But look, the, the fact that anybody could take anything serious, like okay, if you just do this for the time being, maybe a little time after July or whatever mm -hmm. he's saying. We'll be able to you'll allow you to, to do whatever it is like, dude, we're so far removed. I, I need people to understand 15 days to slow the spread was where it all started. Yes. How can you at all say or suggest that if we listen to you, that means that we'll be able to move past that. They have not shown that in any regards this whole entire year. 15 days to slow the spread. Uh, wear a mask to the vaccine. Well, vaccine, nah, we don't know. You still got to wear a mask, still got a social distance. They keep kicking the can down the road, moving the goalposts. And this is why they hate with states like Texas now doing uh, what it is, Mississippi, because God forbid they have gotten it wrong. Yeah. And the earth just doesn't cave in in the event that we all assume the risk that we have been assuming since the beginning of time. God forbid that we just all don't go and die with something with the infected fatality rate uh, mean under what the age of zero is like point oh 
five or yeah. something crazy uh, like yeah. that. God forbid that we all don't just fall over and die. And they don't want to see that coming to fruition because then even the peasants that actually bother to listen to them will then have to look at them and say, wait a minute, have we just been following you guys yeah. all along for this past year mm -hmm. for nothing, nothing. Yep. for nothing. I love my, lost my business. I lost, uh, had to dip into my savings. I lost all of that for nothing. They don't want to see, this is why that whole, you know, they, they don't want to see people or, or groups or geographical areas say, you know what, go screw yourself. We're going to do whatever it is that we want because God forbid that it manifests itself and we just get on with yep. our lives and nothing happens to the degree that they said it would because then it looks bad on them. Well, they're dangling that carrot of fear always yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Like, you should be afraid. You should be afraid mm -hmm. of this thing. Follow me so, you know, we'll take care of you. And I so got into it yesterday with this gentleman who was like, you're comfortable going to the baseball game. Absolutely. I'm yeah. totally comfortable going to the game. He said, what's wrong with the health officials in Texas that think that that's okay, but here they know it's only safe for 20% capacity anywhere. And I was like, you need to flip that question <laughs> and you need to ask the health officials where you live, why they only want 20% of the people mm -hmm. able to get together. Why are you asking me that question? Right, like, right. Yeah, well, and also show me the science that backs up yeah, what, what the percent, like where they, I want to know where they even got that the number 20%. from. Yes, like, exactly. Like, yeah. where, where they pulling that directly out of exactly. their body? Exactly. Well, which is why we saw even Fauci the other day, uh, you know. Oh, he, judgment call. Yes. Yeah. He, he said, admitted it. He admitted yep. it. Admitted it. <laughs> he said, in the absence of scientific data, we just have to make judgment calls. And it's like, well, we didn't elect you to do that, Fauci. No. We didn't, at, like, you're supposed to give us the scientific data and then we're supposed to let the, you know, other people, not Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, weigh in on that decision. But there he was just blatantly spitting in Americans' faces saying, yeah, well, you know, it was just a judgment call. And it's rich after you follow the science. you got to follow the science. Right. right. We right. actually don't have science. Right. It's just a judgment call. Right. It's a crapshoot. So, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's so upsetting. And I actually thought of you, Eric, whenever I heard him say that. I was like, I think Eric's blowing a gasket. You know it. Smoke right coming out my ears. Anytime that <laughs> man's talking uh, and he's going well he, again he takes both positions at the same time right, all the time. right. so he won't ever yeah, so be he wrong. won't ever be wrong but he's just smoke coming yeah. out my ears when this dude is talking man yeah oh all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor bonner wines so uh if you whitney you're a wine girl I am. okay so i gotta tell you about these bonner wines so um down in argentina they have these vineyards and they're at nine thousand feet and now if you've not had a wine that's been made at that altitude, you don't know what it does to the wine, but it is so amazing. It makes it so smooth. Um, the flavors just really pop. I got to get you one to try. Yeah, uh, try but it. for real. Um, but so they make this world class wine, like 90 point wine there. But actually, guys, now they are coming under threat from these radical mobs that are attacking and seizing their land. Yeah. Buildings are burning down in the middle of the night. Equipment's getting looted. Uh, the government down there is not doing anything because they are in bed with the radicals. This stuff is happening everywhere. It's happening here. It's happening over there. It's happening Everywhere. All right. So uh, people are snapping these wines up while they still can. I'm really hoping that they're going to be uh, recreated because I would hate to see these go away. They're amazing. Uh, they've got notes of blackberry, dark cherry, leather, smoke. They go great with steak. If there are any of you who like a good steak and wine. Whitney. 
I'm a in. good steak and wine? Oh, yes. Okay, all right. It's a girl date. Uh, <laughs> you got to go to cowgirlwine2021.com right now. They just got another shipment of these wines in. I remember I told you guys a couple weeks ago that they were out, and then they got restocked, and now they've got people tampering with them again, okay? So you got to go. You'll get 50% off the wine, 50% off the shipping. You don't need a promo code. You just got to go to this website. It's cowgirlwine2021.com. Show them some love. They've been through some hard times lately. It is cowgirlwine 2021.com. Back in a minute. It just keeps getting worse for uh, good old Andrew Cuomo. I know we've been talking about this, I think, every day this week. Mm-hmm. And every day I leave the show. Actually, yesterday, literally as we were taping... There was new stuff breaking, and then we left, and it was like, oh, by the way, uh, Democrats are filing the first round for uh, to get impeachment started, impeachment proceedings started for Andrew Cuomo, and we were like, whoa, hold on. We were just digesting the, what, sixth accuser and all of that, so... Okay, we gotta really, like, pay attention to make sure we don't miss anything with this scandal. So AOC and uh, top New York congressional Democrats, yes, that's right, I said Democrats, not Republicans just even, uh, are calling for Andrew Cuomo's resignation amid, of course, these sexual uh, allegations, sexual assault to sexual harassment, all of these allegations. Now, not the not the nursing home scandal. I mean, you you know, you kill a couple thousand yeah. old people. Uh, it's not that big of a deal, apparently, to Democrats. But you touch the small of someone's back, you grope a couple ladies, and all of a sudden they get very crazy about you resigning. Um, but uh, Andrew Cuomo held a, uh, a conference call and said a couple interesting things. Let's listen to Andrew Cuomo talking about how this is just politicians pressuring him and he will not bow to cancel culture. He will not resign. Listen. People know the difference between playing politics, bowing to cancel culture, and the truth. Let the review proceed. I'm not going to resign. I was not elected by the politicians. I was elected by the people. And uh, in response to the latest sexual assault allegation. Now, this one was a pretty heavy one. Uh, this one, of course, was the what the sixth one. It's hard to keep track these days. But uh, the sixth one who said that he did grope her yeah. uh, inappropriately, unwanted, when she was called to the governor's mansion to help him with something. Um, but he says he did not do it. I, I I can't wait to get your take on this, guys, because uh, I think it it sounds a little bit, a little bit forced. Listen, uh, the last allegation is not true, uh, and uh, uh, I've not had a uh, sexual relationship that was inappropriate. Period. Okay. Okay. Thank you all very much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, oh, bye-bye okay. now. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, it, um, it's not uh, true. 
Yeah, Does that remind you of a former believable. president's uh, commentary <laughs> about his own it's not true, I did not have a relationship. Not yeah. Kind of relations with that woman. I mean, it depends on similar. what your definition of is is. Yeah, That's absolutely. It. Uh, <laughs> we're dealing with semantics here, guys. Yeah, exactly. So seven, and I said sixth earlier, seventh. Now there's seven accusers. Andrew Cuomo says he still will not resign despite all of this intense pressure from, you know, AOC. Uh, I think I saw Jerry Nadler also was saying he needed to resign. I mean, you've got top Democrats, not just in the state, but nationwide who are calling for his resignations. But so far, he says, look, these are just politicians that are in it just because they want to play political games. I'm not playing games. I'm not resigning. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that whole ordeal plays out. I mean, you you kind of alluded to the the fact that some of them sound more or less uh, severe. Some of them sound, yeah, like kind of extra out there, like a reach. And then the other ones sound more like like the recent one. Like, okay, that's kind of not kind of that's pretty inappropriate. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out. What's truth? What's not? Democrats are now on board because it looks bad. It makes them look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mentioned, the nursing home thing, that's perfectly fine. Uh, and he was heralded as his hero. And that's the that's the interesting thing. Uh, my take to look at that, how now the narrative starts to change as far as who he is. Mm-hmm. He was this awesome leader. Uh, there was no sort the of idea. Gov. The love yeah, gov. Yeah. Gov. Exactly. No sort of idea that he was bad in, in, in any sort of way. Again, they propped him up as an, an example. And then just like that, that changed. All of that changed. And now people are coming from, you know, from the, from the woodwork back in the past saying, well, he's done this, he's done that. And now because it looks bad on them and it looks bad on their party, which uh, that's not to his credit. That's just what it is. Are they playing politics? Of course. Now, that doesn't mean that though the, the allegations aren't true uh, or are false. It's just but absolutely they're playing politics because it makes them look bad. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting for them to come around, though. This it's not like they didn't know Cuomo uh, before today or, or, or the, a couple of weeks ago when the accusation started. So it's going to be interesting to see what direction that the that this goes in. But they are playing politics. And I guess the second interesting thing about that is him to use the term cancel culture, because often that side acts as if it's not even a thing. Right. But now yes. it starts to sort of impact impact them. And now they're throwing a Hail Mary like, hey, the guys that that are for or, or have been speaking against cancel culture, come save me, come, right. come save me. I'm, I'm trying to appeal to a term that we had been saying was not even a thing. Yeah, well, and Absolutely. although I, w- I will say too, I mean, I feel like if there's a time and place for cancer culture, it's probably for a, a sexual assaulter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> no, call me crazy. Yeah. yeah, and I'm interested to see, you know, you mentioned earlier, every day there's a new development, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody else is speaking out, somebody yeah. else is coming forward. And a lot of these women have said that they were f- afraid, right? They're afraid to speak out because he does have so much power and because he did wield so much power. And so the more people feel comfortable coming out, are we going to see more women right. step forward? And are they going to force him to maybe address some of this more head on other than, okay, thanks, bye, you know, right, <laughs> whatever. Right. And the families of these individuals who died in nursing homes, I feel like they're getting the shaft here, right? Yeah. That's the real controversy yeah. that this mm-hmm. we should all be talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, not only did his policies lead to death and then his staff cover it up, but he was given cover for a year and people were saying he should be president. Why isn't he running for president? We should just move him right to the mm-hmm. front of the line of the Democratic Party's nomination because look at all the amazing things he's doing. He's got hospitals on the Intrepid that didn't get used and all of these things. You know, he was the savior. Um, and now he's like, oh, please. 
cancel culture, don't come for me. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, it, it is very interesting seeing what the Democrats do once someone becomes a liability. Yep. Yeah. Once you become a liability, once you are not useful to them anymore, they will throw you off the bus and run you over Absolutely. multiple times. <laughs> I mean, and we're seeing this not just, you know, we're seeing this with Andrew Cuomo, but let's take, for instance, the just the BLM movement that they constantly use throughout the the election, throughout the campaign, as if they were some sort of an ally. And now Black Lives Matter sending Joe Biden letters like, hey, we want a response from you. We thought you were serious about us. And they crickets. Yeah. So it's I think politics. it's, yeah, I mean, no, it's that's literally what it is. That's why in that instance, it's not necessarily incorrect or he isn't because that's that's how they play. Right. Um, but my thing is, is. When you look at the amount of media fig figures that covered for this man, mm -hmm. I feel like at some point, do, do we turn the mirror on them yep. mm -hmm. uh, and, and hold them accountable I would love to. Uh, uh, <laughs> for for caring so much? Like, you, I mean, this man goes from, hey, he should be president to now. OK, he is disgusting right. and he's a scumbag. Right. I, that happened like very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. So that meant that somebody or groups of people had to be covering for uh, this man, though. Maybe we had spoke about Cuomo and thought yeah. that he was exactly that. But they would cover for him and present him. It's not just that they were covering for him uh, and being neutral about it. It was more so they were covering for him and bolstering, bolstering him up, trying to present him as if he is just the this amazing person that does not happen unless you have people covering for you so i would love to see the mirror turned on mm -hmm. all the media pundits the, the figures the talking heads that have been covering for and presenting him at, in this sort of positive light just because they're throwing him under the bus right now because it's politically expedient or rather convenient i want to see uh, uh them be like hit feet held to the fire like wait a minute like you ignored all all, all of this and you, you mean to tell me you didn't know at all right. like come on man right. i don't believe that you're exactly right. And not only did they cover for him, but then when questions started to be asked about this nursing home situation, they said it was a witch hunt. They're like, yeah. oh, the Trump, yeah. the Trump administration is they're enacting a witch hunt on blue state governors and they're going after them. And they covered in that way. And the story was not, is there really something going on in mm -hmm. nursing homes that we should be looking at? It was, why are these people playing a political game and doing a witch hunt? Which is insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting to see how they try to shape that yes. narrative. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So if you have not heard of the crime, home title theft, uh, you should consider yourself lucky because probably it has not happened to you. And right now, cybercrime, which is how home title theft happens, is up 75%. So you got to hear about this so it doesn't happen to you. All right. So cyber criminals, foreign and domestic, are now after our homes. And it's way easier than you would think because everything is kept online, including the title documents to your home. So the thief goes on, finds your home's title, forages your signature on a quick claim deed that states that you sold your house to them. And at that point, he can take out loans on your home. They can leave you in debt. So all of this retirement nest egg that you have been building is just poof gone. And you're not going to know about it until late payment or eviction notices arrive. All right. You might be thinking, well, I have an insurance program that probably covers me because that's what insurance does. No, no, no. Insurance does not cover you and neither do common identity theft programs. All right. That is why we here at Blaze TV protect our homes with home title lock. So home title lock, uh, the instant they detect someone tampering with your home's title, they will help shut it down. Now, you're not going to know if you are already a victim unless you go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address to find out if you are already a victim. And then you can use code radio to receive 30 free days of protection. That is promo code radio. Again, I say this every time. 
don't know why the promo code is radio, aware this is not a radio program, but just use it for that 30 free days of protection. Code radio at hometitlelock.com. That is hometitlelock.com. This will come as a shock to uh, precisely no one who watches this program on a regular basis, but uh, a new 92-page report that was commissioned by seven groups, including the conservative-leaning American Enterprise Institute, examines the challenges that parents, teachers, and students uh, have faced with all of these schools shut down during the pandemic. And uh, it, it turns out it's more detrimental to our children's health than originally thought. Now, again, not that what you originally thought, because I think we were we were with it the entire time. We were well aware that this was doing uh, terrible things to our children, irreversible damage in some cases. Uh, but uh, now, Apparently, this is now known to the general public. So they said the recommendation is to open schools and bring kids back into the classroom as quickly as possible. Some children are experiencing a, quote, severe, end quote, learning loss. And that pandemic creating created challenges will lead to lower earnings for some Americans in the future. They say it's vitally important to weigh the public health benefits of school closures against the academic and social emotional cost uh, suffered by the students and families as a whole. <clears throat> Why did we need a report to tell? Like, I'm like, how, what, how, much did, how much was paid for this study? How many people were involved in it? How long did it take? Because I got to tell you, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that this is doing horrible things to our children that are not in school yet. Yeah, I don't see how you couldn't see that. I mean, obviously on the show here, we talk about it all the time. But I think what Americans are seeing now is that there's something painfully wrong with the education system in in this country. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Not just with the fault of the unions, um, and how much power that they wield, uh, which is insane, but the amount of power that they wield in combination with the government and federal, you know, mandates and, uh, you know, the Department of Public Education and their influence. It's a structural issue with with public education. And that's what I don't want to lose sight of with this whole ordeal, because I want folks to learn from it. We know that it sucks. We know that I mean, anybody call that. It doesn't even matter what it is, education or, any, or otherwise. If you completely change, like so you have a way uh, uh, that people have been, let's say, consuming some sort of information or, or in this case, learning, no matter what it is, and you derail it, you stop it and you change everything just on a dime like that, it's going to have some sort of impact uh, there. So you have to be mindful of that. And this is why I had been saying, like, I wish that conservatives that got on board early when they knew that that was a problem and said, OK, maybe when it comes to funding these institutions that are holding your kids hostage, basically uh, right now, why don't we instead fund the individuals right. and the parents and they can decide and dictate where their money goes when it comes to their school, not funding those particular institutions with taxpayer dollars, which was always a moronic way to do it anyway. But at least if, if that was the setup, that one school that that wanted to stay closed, okay, 
you you a parent they say i bet i'm just not gonna be paying you my monthly subscription or whatever for it is my kid i'll take my money and go somewhere else that makes so much sense but instead we were we were sitting there with the same structure a lot of people were just like okay get them back in school get them back in school there's a structural issue that does not get fixed when we if we just throw them back 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 in there that they need to have the rug pull pull from under them much like i advocate in terms of nancy pelosi and getting her completely uh out of a job instead of trying to reform it or having people um you know new people let's say fill the position we have to address the structural issue that is public education if we are ever going to get to a solution we had a big opportunity to take a big axe at the public education system and i still think right now we're dropping the ball yeah, most definitely. I think we've got serious structural issues. And then even just looking at what you were talking about, the study, and how stupid it is that it took a year to figure <laughs> out maybe keeping kids out of school is a bad idea and they're not learning. I don't know. Um, I have a middle schooler. Thank goodness we live in Texas, and he's been back in school in person since September. And I talk to friends around the country whose kids have been home, and we are having completely different life experiences. Mm -hmm. My kid is functioning like a normal teenager should around their friends. They're playing sports. They're doing all the things they need to be doing. There are still kids who haven't left their house since last March. Yeah. Um, that's really sad, and that's yeah. really terrible. And I'm horrified to think about the mental health impacts that we're going to see down the road. And when you talk about learning, I was an educator. When you talk about the learning gaps and the learning differences, the very groups like the unions and some of these advocacy groups that always talk about educational equity and educational opportunity, and they're constantly worried about it, are the very same people wanting schools to remain closed and refusing to let kids mm -hmm. back in the building. Mm -hmm. So if you really care about gaps, if that's what it really matters to you, you know, you're worried about kids, you would be the first one saying, let's get these kids back in the door. Let's make sure we're doing everything we can for them. What this has done is exposes it's not actually about kids. Mm. It's not actually about them. The, yeah. the, the whole thing, we've exposed their lie. Because if it was, they would be beating down the door to get kids back in. And they would be pointing out the fact that where kids are going back to school, they are going to be so far ahead of their peers in places that have remained closed. We're not going to be able to close those gaps. We're not mm -hmm. going to be able to help those kids. It's just not, realistically, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I would love to hear their answers to those questions. It is interesting because, you know, you hear these teachers unions that are like, well, we can't go back to school without our vaccines. We need the right. vaccines first. And I'm like, line them up. Yeah. Go get them. And then what's your excuse going to be? Because it's not about the vaccine. It's not about anything except you guys just want to sit around and collect money uh, and do the least amount of work possible. Because, Whitney, as you pointed out, if you cared about these children, there is absolutely no way you could look at this logically and say this is the right decision. This is what we should be doing for these children. Especially when we know what we know about the kids. Yes. Like yes. as far as the spreading of the virus and, yes. and everything, yes. what well, we know, what we know about that. Like so, that's not even a threat. That's right. not even a problem right. right now. Whatever issue that you claim to have, that does not. That's not apparent right now. But they don't care about that because, no. like you said, they know that. Okay, well, this is. <laughs> I'm kind of living, living kind of good yeah. right now, yeah. but. It goes to show why, you know, something that is government funded or rather government subsidized, which means you're being us all subsidizing it. Why that's an issue. While we sit and look at that, we know that if any private business or private institution acted like that, they would be gone. Like when you just tell the consumers, go screw yourselves. Yep. No, we don't. We're not going to do what it is, whatever it is that you want or rather expect us to do. People would take their money and go elsewhere mm -hmm. in droves. But you can't do that, which is why they're able to get away with what it is that they have been doing for this entire year. They're the only public publicly funded institutions are the only ones that get to do that because they don't play by the same rules that the private ones uh, pl play at. So they have that advantage. And the union 
opinions, as, as dumb as we may think they are, they're smart enough to understand that leverage exists, which is why t- typically they are against sort of those, okay, let's fund the kids, not the institutions. It's usually them yep. that's leading the charts in. No, 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 no. Yep. We can't do yep. that because they know a lot of them will be forced out on the streets and forced to get a real job. Yeah. And they don't have to be accountable, right? The media is covering for them this whole process. I love when I turn on the news, I mean, love, hate, right? Yeah. And you see a union leader that's like, well, it's just too dangerous. We can't put kids back in a school building. It's too scary. Have they been to Florida or Texas right. where they've been doing it since September? Do they just want to pick up the phone and be like, okay, what did you do? Mm-hmm. It's not hard. <laughs> you send them an email. Hey, what did you do to get kids back in your school? Because we haven't seen, unless I've missed something, um, mass quantities of teachers showing up dead because no. their kids, Hasn't they're teaching happened. kids in a school no. building, right? No. Where's all the daycare workers that died because they went back and started taking care of kids? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that, but where is the news media saying, oh, wait, we should stop covering for the unions and talk about the facts that are out there and the proof that we could get kids back in school. And the governors, you know, I, I don't know if y'all saw, like, Gavin Newsom said, well, kids could probably go back to Disney World or Disneyland April 1st. So you're going to let kids back to, to Disneyland Disney. mm. before you're going to mm-hmm. send them to school? Mm-hmm. It's safer to go to the amusement park? Mm-hmm. Like, Gavin Newsom's trying real hard not to get recalled. He knows he's done. He is trying real, real hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. It kills me. Um, no logic. No logic Not whatsoever in any of these decisions about... And I mean, oh, it's just the children. It's just our future generation at stake. So thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omaha Steaks. So if you guys have not yet gone to the Omaha Steaks website, you have to go. I got a big box of um, a bunch of their uh, different meat selection and it like all of it. I couldn't even tell you what my favorite one was. It was the Butcher's Best Sellers Package and um, it's they've got like kielbasa, they've got burgers, which my son is obsessed with their burgers. They've got steaks, um, they've got pork chops, okay? And by the way, the, the steak is a filet mignon, so you got the high-class steak in there, okay? They've also got... Uh, caramel apple tartlets. They've got potatoes au gratin. It is an amazing, amazing bundle. And uh, by the way, in addition to getting all of that, you're going to get 50% off plus four more chicken breasts and four more of the burgers for free. So here's the deal. Joe Biden just told you that you uh, might be allowed to celebrate for July 4th. You might be allowed to enjoy barbecues and cookouts with your friends. Okay. Don't listen to Joe Biden. Show Joe Biden what freedom is all about by going to omahasteaks.com. Get you some meat, have a barbecue, and take a picture and say, suck on this, Joe Biden. All right, I'm just saying. Uh, go to omahasteaks.com. You can type Y in the search bar. This is a little different than normal, okay? You're going to go to the search bar. When you get to omahasteaks.com, type in Y in the search bar, and uh, you're going to find the Butcher's Bestseller Pack All right, you're going to save over 50%, and like I said, you're going to get a bunch of free meat. It is omahasteaks.com, search bar, keyword, why. Back in a minute. All right, a new Reuters poll uh, suggests that a growing number of Americans uh, want to get the coronavirus vaccine, but not only get the vaccine, they also support workplace, lifestyle, and travel restrictions for those who choose not to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, 54% of respondents said they were very interested in getting vaccinated, and uh, let's see, 72% of Americans said it was important to know if people around me have been vaccinated. 
62% said unvaccinated people should not be allowed to travel on airplanes. 55, y'all are pissing me off with every sentence that I read. 55% agree that unvaccinated people should not work out at public gyms, enter movie theaters, or attend public concerts. Are you guys out of your flipping mind? Uh, when asked about the workplace, 60% of Americans said they wanted to work for an employer, quote, who receives, who requires everyone to get a coronavirus vaccine before returning to the office. And 56% thought unvaccinated workers should stay home. God, you like, <laughs> it's amazing that this is apparently the first virus we've ever seen. The first virus that is able to be transmit, transmitted from human to human. Because otherwise, it would almost be like we've been interacting with people this entire freaking time knowing that we could transmit diseases and viruses to one another. And it's never been this big deal where we wanted to force everyone to get a freaking vaccine. And there's deadlier viruses out there yes. than this. Uh, that <gasps> They don't hold that standard. These, obviously, I wasn't polled. Yeah. Um, for, well, and, and let me just point out really quickly, because I did I did at least enjoy this. There were only a thousand people that were polled. Were they a thousand people, people in San Francisco? <laughs> Right, right. I know. So it it was only a thousand people. So I'm like, okay, I think maybe this is skewed and hopefully we can chalk it up to that because I don't want to believe that a majority of Americans feel this way. And this is the funny thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if, uh, you know, look, I, I'm, I, I always support private enterprise. I'm an anarcho-capitalist. So if a stupid business wants to have whatever rules that they have in play, look, by all means do it. My issue has always been you want to get the government involved to, like, have some sort of restrictions based on, um, like, whether it be with this vaccine or any sort of restriction when it comes to this virus. That is my big problem with this whole ordeal because a lot of them would ha- have absolutely no issue looking to the government to say, hey, you should force everybody including businesses which is where the pressure is going to come from i need people to know that like if we do get to that point the pressure isn't going to be per individual it's going to be like they're going to try to make it impossible basically for you to travel yes um because Mm -hmm. they're going to put then pressure on the business owners the airlines or whatever if you don't have these rules in place and you aren't enforcing them we go find you right so by right. by default or, which is why it's so frustrating to hear right. them say well it's just a private business like yeah, yeah with immense pressure from the government exactly. right or funding right yes. like well you don't get any stimulus funding unless you do these three things that we've told you you have to no. do right. right right yeah well and i mean when you look at it it's like uh, people can choose not to get vaccinated for whatever choice they would like But there is a real problem, even with just the all of the mask mandates that we've seen and everything that's happened so far. There is a real problem with people who have medical issues who are being discriminated against right now. And it's like, I'm sure there are a lot of people who, for whatever reason, cannot get vaccines. So are they just not supposed to travel anymore? Are they not supposed to travel uh, on airplanes? They have to take road trips now. Can they not work? I, I mean, it's really like I, I I keep waiting to see like a class action lawsuit or something against one of these places that is requiring this um, because, you know, we're seeing these vaccine passports come back into play. We're seeing new, I know New York was rolling out like a, yep. a test case of those. I love the gym one, too, because it's like people overwhelmingly people who if they're working out and they're healthy and they're fit, these are the people who 
don't need the freaking vaccine yeah. because right. if they get COVID, they will be yeah, fine. Yeah, much like the CDC's finding out that right, what exactly. almost eighty percent of people that were over overweight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gyms are the places that they shut down as well. Right, like right. that, that made all the sense in the world. People yeah. trying to get in shape, but yeah, that's all. That's the hilarious thing is how it treats everybody. Like it's just one size fits all. We're all if we get the, if we get it, we pass it around. We're all gonna die or something like that, knowing good and damn well that we don't all respond the same way and the vast majority of us that do get it probably already have it mm. uh will asymptomatic is being healthy and we're not going to have any problems but they don't treat it like that for whatever reason it's an apocalypse but this is why you can't call this conspiracy theories because when we look at that mm-hmm. what else am i supposed to think something else has got to be in play because that doesn't make sense we haven't done that for any other thing no. but for whatever reason we want to do it with something with a survival rate of 99 percent yeah i don't know well they make it a moral thing right like the three of us are sitting here and we're like this doesn't make any sense but to somebody else like they're they're horrible people who don't care about us and you have to get the vaccine to prove you're a good person yes you know yeah Uh, and also follow the science yeah follow the science all right we got to take a break back in a minute All right, before we have to go, uh, Whitney, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, so Twitter, underscore, with Whitney underscore Monroe, M-U-N-R-O, not the way everybody else spells it, but Whitney <laughs> underscore Monroe, I'd love to see everybody there. Whitney Monroe, who has to be different and spell her name all different. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, we have, of course, Young Rippa 59 yes. on YouTube, yes. Eric July. Uh, you're going to want to find him there. I Listen. This is him tame, okay? <laughs> when you watch him on his show, you're yeah, going to be true. like, whoa, you just blew my mind. He really uh, tames it up for our editing I do. Uh, department. Because so they don't want to have to be constantly hitting the button. But you got to find him there on YouTube, Young Rip of 5'9". Find Whitney on Twitter. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you Monday. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.